A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. What profit would there be for one to gain the whole world and forfeit his life? Or what can one give in exchange for his life? For the Son of Man will come with his angels in his Father's glory, and then he'll repay each according to his conduct. Amen, I say to you, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. The Gospel of the Lord. I often think about people who have been suffering with a serious illness for a long time or with an unbearable grief from the sudden and tragic loss of a loved one. And as they suffer, others continue on with their daily routines. It's business as usual for them. Suffering happens when the sun shines while others carry on as usual while the traffic continues to flow. Just before this passage we heard today, Jesus was preparing his disciples for his approaching death at Jerusalem. Like so many of the prophets before him, Jesus had to face the stark truth that his relationship with God involved personal anguish and suffering and rejection. More than that, it would lead to a violent death. The problem is that some people would prefer to imagine that the Christian life can be lived without the cross. After all, Jesus already died for us. This is simply not true. The right place for the Christian disciple is to always be behind Jesus, especially as he walked to Jerusalem. There's the cost of discipleship. I found that there are Christians who love the Jesus of their imagination, who love the Jesus of their piety, perhaps the Jesus of their culture, but are uncomfortable with the real Jesus because the real Jesus is always going to Jerusalem. The real Jesus is always willing to lay down his life in the great struggle. Jesus is trying to communicate to his disciples and us, if you're to be a bearer of that love, then you too must suffer, especially when that love entails suffering. The way of the cross that Jesus outlines for himself is the way of renunciation his followers are called to tread. Jesus faced suffering which could be conquered only if it was accepted. He faced rejection which could be transformed only if he assented to it. If the suffering was to pass, it had to be endured. For anyone who wants to save his life will lose it. But anyone who loses his life for my sake will find it. The way of the cross which Jesus followed was one which passed through streets and markets, by houses and palaces, by windows and doors. While it happened, people went about their business. Suffering must run the course of the familiar. 
As Christians, we live in the assurance that our way of the cross does not go unnoticed. Jesus is our suffering companion. He proves to be our strength. His power is mighty in our weakness. If the cross is the price to be paid for love, then carrying it is is love's proof in action. For Jesus, that is enough. I'm Father Philip Dabney, a Redemptorist stationed in Washington, D.C.